Welcome to the FedHeads, a weekly podcast from GuideHouse. Join the FedHeads each week as Robert Shea and a celebrity guest host talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Hello and welcome to another episode of FedHeads. I'm Robert Shea. I'm coming to you on this last episode of FedHeads for the year 2022. We don't have a guest. We are... Oh, wait a minute. I thought I turned that off. Hold on. Just a second. Hello? Yeah. Hey, it's Francis. Can you talk? Francis? You got a minute? Francis? Well, it just so happens I'm taping a special pop-up episode of FedHeads. Oh, I used to be on that show, didn't I? You did. We've had this stream of guest hosts to try and replace you, unable to find well, the hidden see, that's, jewel. So it's funny that you say that, because that's exactly why I was calling you, because I had noticed that you had this string of guest hosts, and I was seeing if I could apply for my to get my old job back. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my my gosh, I think we've got the next eight months lined up with guest hosts, but we can oh, fit terrific. you. We can slot you in in, in be, month number nine. I'll be ready in September. Okay, good. Okay, I'll be good. ready in September. We have a special rating system, but I can give you a heads up on on the kind of scoring What's the rating that we've been system? doing. How does well, that work? I mean, we're generally judging the, the wit, wisdom, fit of the guest host as yeah. compared to the original. <laughs> Great. Well, if if I do it right, I'll come in about equal with the guy that you had before because I'm the guy you had before. Well, you're older. Well, that's true. <laughs> I am slow to step. But you've lost weight, as our, as our listeners can yeah. see. Well, yeah, that's right. Just look really closely at the speaker, and you'll see I'm down about 50 pounds since I, I left the show. I can't. It's, it's all that stress. It's so great you called. Why don't we just do a FedHeads? This, is, this would be like an audition. Yeah, This exactly. would be like a tryout. Exactly. I think it's great. You need a glass of water. You need to take some time. No, I'm good. I'm yeah. ready. I mean, you know me. I'm a pro. T- hey, tell 37 me. years I've been doing this. I can jump right in. Tell me how you've been. I've been great. The reason, obviously, that I couldn't continue on FedHeads before was because I was at FedScoop, and yeah. I was the host of the Daily Scoop podcast, but I'm not anymore. But thanks for having me on when you were there. Well, I had you on a bunch because you're one of the FedHeads, and I was the other one, but I'm not anymore. And so I recently left there to open my own media platform, Francis Rose Media Group, because I figured, you know, might as well make hay while the sun shines. So the show that will be the platform of that, the foundation of that, is called The Federal Government Today with Francis Rose Podcast. A competing podcast. Well, it's not competition because mine's on every day and yours is on once a week. So it's a different target. Mine is a news show and yours is an information show. Okay. So it's different. We're going to have to dissect that another time. Well, it's the same as, I mean. I wish you the very best of luck. Well, I'm not sure I believe that because based on the question that you just asked me. But okay, I'll take it on the surface as a compliment and and as sincere. it's going to be basically a similar format to what I was doing at FedScoop, M- less emphasis on IT and more more similar to what I did at Government Matters, where we had kind of a balanced approach to IT and financial management and budget issues and workforce acquisition. Great. Uh, well, that covers the government management landscape. That's pretty much what I'm going for. That's right. I do wish you the best of luck. No, uh, I know you do, and I appreciate that. I you're really an icon in our community, and I know people really trust the environment you'll create. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. So in that case, yes, I will have you as a guest on the new show. So, All right, you accomplished your goal there. I was, well done. I was going to just wish everybody a Merry Christmas and yep. Happy Holidays yep. and Happy New Year. I hope I got those names right. Why don't we just talk about the year? I mean, it was a, a year in which a lot happened. Mm-hmm. I think most noteworthy, especially given the topics you're going to cover on the podcast, is that we are celebrating about the one-year anniversary of the president's management agenda. This, That's right. This administration's management agenda 
focused on workforce, customer experience, and making government work better. That's right. Ambitious pillars, all three. Workforce challenges, I do think, remain at the top. So continued focus there, eager to see what performance improvements we can see in that realm. The customer experience arena, especially with its focus on diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. We can talk about the impact of the elections on that, but I think you'll see continued emphasis there. And then, you know, making government work better is sort of the nuts and bolts of acquisition finance. I think I'm just glad to see persistent attention to those pillars, eager to see where we're going forward. I think the thing about the president's management agenda that will go the longest way toward making it successful is the way that they've broken each of those three pillars down into the individual goals underneath them and then attached names on performance.gov to each of those with a really, I think, a nice mix of politicals and careers to make sure that even if political A isn't there anymore because we're getting to that time of this administration, that effort, that line of effort will continue after that political leaves and maybe the new person is just coming up to speed or isn't, you know, skill set doesn't match that same line of work or whatever. I think that's been really, I think the way that that's been built out is really smart. Yeah, you make a really good point that the emphasis on leadership is critical. And if I would give one caution to those leaders, it's the time is short. Yeah, They may just have another 18, 24 months to make significant progress in each of those pillars. So they should double down, focus on the limited number of concrete, measurable things they can get done in that short period of time, hiring, improving the customer experience in those life events that they've charted, making sure they're making progress on diversity, equity, inclusion, accessibility across the board. Mm -hmm. And then again, as I said, improving acquisition and financial management. Those are the four areas, I think, four or five areas that I think really need to double down to make measurable progress in the next several months. Well, I I think the PMA in that management, especially financial management sphere among those four things I mentioned earlier is the most important thing going. I have thoughts on each of the other three, if you want to hear them. So acquisition, the thing for 2022 that resonates the most with me that I think about the most when I think about acquisition is how many big procurements the government has tried this year that haven't worked. CIOSP4, NIH, every time they put it out, there's something that causes it to get protested immediately. And they wind up having to pull back. I mean, it's one thing if a bunch of people protest, a bunch of people are going to protest. There's nothing you can do about that, I imagine. But the fact of the response that the agency doesn't say, well, no, we we think we're good, so we're going to keep moving forward. The NITAC, unfortunately, has had to pull back a couple of times. Okay, so we'll have to rethink this, rewrite it, and whatever. So that's that's been a challenge. The whole journey that we've come through to finally get to this point this month with the big cloud procurement at the Pentagon, that's been a two- or three-year process. So that's challenging. You touched on the workforce thing for me, which is everybody is still finding it as difficult to get people through the process as they have since time immemorial. And yet, we now have a job market where it's harder to identify people who can actually fill the jobs than we've ever had before. Despite the way that the economy is going, you know, there are agencies that are saying we want to try to make the government more attractive as a place to land. And VA is doing some really interesting things about trying to attract technology talent from people who have gotten laid off from, from big tech and so on. And they're still having to go through the same stuff that you and I have talked about on this show 
doing my other shows for 15 years. Yeah, it is amazing that we haven't made more progress on these intractable problems. The Congress could help if it wanted to. In all four of those areas. I think the prospects for significant workforce or civil service reform is low, but I know the National Academy of Public Administration, other not-for-profits are working to, you know, sort of uh, get cohesion around some specific targeted reforms that would help the process. Mm -hmm. Same with acquisition. One of the areas of potential bipartisan reform in a divided Congress is in the area of government management. And I think there's some prospects that the House and Senate Oversight Committees come together to address some of those issues. If the agencies can find the time to articulate their needs to the Congress when it's not answering subpoenas from the new Republican House. Well, and see, that's why I might disagree with you on that idea about business of government being a bipartisan issue. Five years ago, maybe. I don't think it is anymore. And the, the reason that I think that is the response to the hiring that the, the Internal Revenue Service is going to undertake. I mean, the, the rhetoric immediately around that went to 80,000 IRS agents. It's not 80,000 IRS agents. And it's not 80,000 new jobs. I think the number that I saw was half of the jobs are just replacing people who will attrit over the next 10 years. It's also not 80,000 within the next 15 minutes. It's 80,000 people over 10 years. So it's 8,000 people a year. I choose to be hopeful. Well, I I uh, love that. Uh, and it's one of the reasons I loved co-hosting this show with you. Because I could be cynical and you could be optimistic. Uh, and it was a great combination, which I think we should bring back. Expectations are low. You like and, how I got that uh, plug yeah, in there? Expectations are low. And I hope Congress can cede those low expectations in a couple of respects. Civil service reform mm -hmm. at the edges. Not significant reform. Acquisition, IT, those are some areas where I, I, I do think you might see some movement. I hope so. I agree with you that all of those things are important and necessary and useful for conducting the business of government. We do have some hurdles to get through before we get to that point. Mm. Uh, we've got a budget to enact and National Defense Authorization Act to get passed. I note that the NDAA has never not been passed, so that would be a surprise. Mm -hmm. um, Congress is trying to put a lot of reforms on that. Defense and non-defense related. And of course, I learned that of the trillions of dollars in the budget, the distance between the two sides is about $25 billion. I know billion's a lot of money, but in the grand scheme of things, that's a small sliver right. that and divides the two sides, of, uh, that keeps the two sides from coming to agreement on a full-year budget. $25 billion when you take me out to dinner is about right. $25 billion in the context of a $1.3 or $1.46, whatever it is now, trillion-dollar budget isn't that much. I take your point. Yeah. So still still no— When are we doing that dinner, by the way? The twenty. $25 billion one. I don't know. We got to see how successful your new podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good answer. It wasn't the one I was expecting, but I like it. Touche. Yeah. So anyway, I think we've got to fasten our seatbelts for a rocky year ahead, but let's remain hopeful that we can get some stuff done. Before we get into too many ending pleasantries, yeah. we're going to take a, a scary step and survey our listeners oh. to ask them what they think of the podcast in your absence. I, I would imagine your downloads went through the roof. But I would ask you, I would ask- Thank uh, God that guy's not on there anymore. He never shuts up. I would ask our loyal listeners to find the link in the social media posts we make or wherever you get your podcasts for the link to the survey because we really would like your feedback so that this can continue to meet your needs. Yeah, three words. Bring Francis back. That's what That's what I encourage everybody. BFB. Hashtag BFB. That's great. Hashtag I, I BFB. love that. 
it's going to trend? You think it'll trend? I can't imagine how that could possibly happen. I am so glad you called. I am too. I'm, how did I do? You did great. Okay. Yeah, I've missed you. Me I've, too. Uh, that's sincere. Good. Yeah. And I hope you and your family have a wonderful Christmas. What What are your plans? Staying local. Yeah. My parents live in Pennsylvania. It's only about an hour and a half ride. So I'll head up there. My son will join us. It'll be great. What about you? We're going to Connecticut for Christmas. Nice. And then headed to the Caribbean. I'll, oh, that's I'm the gonna, way to play it. I'm going to keep a specific location a secret because yeah. I don't want all, or, all hordes, the, hordes. All the fans. <laughs> right. All the yeah. fans will show up. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I'm and you get exhausted signing autographs. Don't a little bit of uh, a little bit of winter and summer. And that's uh, that's a really holidays. good way to play. All right, my friend. Enjoy. Great to be with you. It's great.